Welcome back and thank you for tuning in to another great episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast with your host, me, Anthony J. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. Guys, welcome back, community. Welcome back. If you, this is your first time here, you're a, you're, you're a newbie, you're a rookie, welcome to an amazing podcast packed full of information, tips and tricks on fitness, mindset, nutrition, you name it, we cover it and it is, it's just amazing. We bring the fire every single time. So guys, thank you for joining Please subscribe. Uh, please, please give us a good, a good five-star rating and actually give a comment and if you like it or not. But guys, this is a very special four-part mini-series that I have uh, solicited the good, my good friend and fellow nutrition coach, coach Josh Pierce. Um, he was all the way from Florida. We kicked this off um, with a four-part series and we thought it'd be very, very, very um, intuitive and very, very educational to start talking about what is actually going on right now with the coronavirus and the COVID-19 and what this should actually mean to you going forward and how you can tackle this thing head on and not sit around and lose those gains that you've worked so hard for through your fitness and your nutrition needs. So guys, this, we kicked this off in a four part series and it definitely part one is um, how to make the most out of a negative situation. We go into part two and how to stay active during this time. Part three is, why, believe it or not, training should not be your number one priority right now. And we actually talk, give you tons and tons and tons of feedback and nutritional tips on, on what you should be doing right now instead of freaking out and trying to do three workouts a day and, oh my gosh, all these things, the gyms are closed, we don't know what to do. Guys, that's really not the most important part right now, okay? We dive into why movement is very important and why nutrition still is king when it comes to all these things. And you guys, the fourth and final part is just the common mistakes that are probably being made by you today or they may be made by you in the future. And there's actually what we see is going on right now. And, you know, it's kind of a good segue here from training and nutrition into the common mistakes. And that is one of the common mistakes that we do talk about. But you guys, um, we dive into this. It's very quick. Toss this on when you're going to the store. Toss this on your, on your commute to work. And if not, if you're at home working from home, guys, you can knock this four-part miniseries out in no time. I think the longest, um, the longest episode we put on here is I think around 30, 35 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. But you guys, thank you once again for tuning in. And this is going to be something great and it's really going to kind of help you out in what you should be doing every single day here going forward. I mean, guys, we got another couple of weeks of this, maybe, maybe the end of the month still too coming up and hell, we got to get on track now. We got to, we got to live with a purpose every single day and it's, we shouldn't be wallowing wallowing in, in that depressive underneath that depressive cloud and uh, oh my gosh and woe is me and all these things and you guys we understand that it does hit small businesses and may, you may be laid off right now you may be in, in the unemployment line you may be freaking out right now on how to pay bills but you guys we're gonna get through this we always always do so please please grab a pen and some paper we have some great things firing off on all all cylinders here on these on this four-part mini series you guys once again the sponsor of this podcast is ambition thread company. And you guys, this is an amazing company from a good friend of mine, Tyler Gentry. You guys go back a couple episodes on the Everyday Growth Podcast. I actually have him on. He is the owner and creator of this amazing, amazing apparel line. And I do believe um, with wholeheartedly with my soul that this is going to be the biggest and best apparel company that has ever hit the market. You guys, it is everyday wear. It is fitness wear. And he's actually came on and granted this community and anyone who wants to listen to this to use the code every day. Um, when you check out, you get 20% off any and all purchases of apparel. That is forever, guys. That is nonstop. Please take advantage of that. Once again, guys, thank you for tuning in to Everyday Growth Podcast. Can't wait for you to listen to this. 
please give us your feedback. And um, I'm really, really happy that uh, my good friend Josh Pierce came on and knocked these all out in one day. And we're going to get these all out to you guys. ASAP. There is no wait on this. So guys, thank you so much. Once again, peace and love. We are here for each and every one of you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to part three of this four-part mini-series with my good friend and fellow nutrition coach, my man, Josh Pierce. He's going to drop a bomb on you on this next part. And Josh, uh, I think we're going we're gonna to really rattle some brains here today, man. What is the title of this part for, man? People are going to be mad. Guys, hate to break it to you, but uh, all that talk <laughs> about the workouts and all the, all the worries about your workouts and, and everybody stirring the pot on Instagram with their at-home workouts and everything, yes, they're important but they are not that important. Like they should not be your number one priority during this time. <gasps> and uh, if, if you listen to the last episode, the last mini series episode, we talked about how to stay moving and how to make movement really a daily thing and maximize that. But guys, the reality is your workouts are only a fraction of your daily calorie burn. And, and when I say a fraction, they are 10 to 15% of your daily calorie burn. And if you don't believe me, I'm going to break down some quick math for you. If you work out and burn 500 calories a day, okay, and you do, say you do four workouts a week, that's 2,000 calories you're burning in your workouts, okay? And I don't get caught up in the daily calorie burn of like your workouts and everything, so don't read too much into this, but 500 calories, that's, that's an aggressive workout. That's 2,000 calories working out four days a week, okay? Now, assuming you eat 2,000 calories a day, seven days a week, that's 14,000 calories. 2,000 divided by 14,000 comes out to like 0.14, it's like 14%, like 0.13 or 0.14, like 14% of your total calorie burn if you are working out burning 500 calories. Most of you aren't burning that many calories in a workout. So the reality here is you need to be focusing on something else. There, This is a huge opportunity. Stop putting all your marbles in this little workout basket because if, you, if you're putting all your stock in that basket, you're going to miss a huge opportunity and you're going to continue to fail doing the same thing you've been doing for the last several years, overlooking nutrition. Nutrition is number one, guys. This is a huge opportunity for you to focus and improve your nutrition. Anthony, what do you have to say about that? How dare you, Mr. Pierce? How dare you rain on my parade? I know that the gym is more important than nutrition. Guys, you are so fucking wrong when it comes to this. I don't care who you are. I will battle you to the cows come home. It doesn't oh, matter, God. guys. You guys, seriously. This is the time to prioritize your nutrition. Why? Because you're home. Why? Because you need to focus on it. Why? Because your ass is out of the gym. Don't even get me started on this. You guys, nutrition is number one. 10 to 15% of caloric burn comes from the gym. Other than that, it is movement. It is what you shovel in, in your mouth every single day. You, you, you eat like shit and you don't move and you go to the gym. That's not enough. You know how many people I see every day, they go to the gym for one, two, maybe a little over two hours, and they think that's all they have to do, and they come home and sit? You tell me. You show me one of those people that do what I just said. You show me that they're on top of their goals. Oh, no, no, they're not. They're, they're not going to be on top of your goals. This is the best, best time to look at nutrition in a different light, in the way that you've always wanted to focus on nutrition. You say that it's not important, or you say you don't have time for it. Guess what, Josh? You have fucking time right now for your nutrition because what else are you doing, dude? Exactly. You've got so much time on your hands right now. Any conversation I ever have, and guys, I have hundreds of conversations, like not a day, not quite, some days maybe, um, but I have, I'm always having conversations with people just like you who are trying to reach their goals, maybe struggling, not where they want to be. And when I ask, what's the biggest struggle you say? 
oh, I think it's my workouts. I don't think my workouts are intense enough. I think I need to work out more. Or, mm-hmm. you know, I think I, I don't know that, that Orange Theory is enough. I think I need to do this too. Like, no, stop. You do not need to complicate your workouts. Your workouts are probably more complicated than they need to be. Like, right. if, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that you can work out hard, as hard as possible, and have a shit diet, and you will have worse results than if you didn't work out at all and focus 100% on your nutrition. Now, I don't recommend doing that. I think that you need to have a balance of both. Like you should never go all or nothing in, on one side or the other. But I truly believe if focusing on your nutrition and neglecting workouts, you will get farther than if you focus on your workouts and neglect nutrition. If you don't believe me, take a look in the pad. Look in the freaking mirror. Right. The reason you are not reaching your goals right now is because your nutrition sucks and you have not been able to bring yourself to say it, but you know it. You know your nutrition sucks. You know it needs work, and you don't know where the hell to start. You're lost. You're reaching for answers. You're Googling for answers. You're trying shit diets because you're looking for shortcuts. Now, friends, is the right time to focus on improving that nutrition. Now, whether your nutrition is perfect or you it could use improvement or you don't even know what the hell good nutrition looks like, this is an opportunity for everybody to take a closer look and improve their nutrition because when I ask what the biggest issue is inside of nutrition, it's, oh, I don't have the time. I don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to shop. I don't have time to plan my meals. I don't have time to do this. That's not an excuse anymore, guys. Right. You just had a ton of time free up. You should be prioritizing these things and mastering your nutrition or at least trying to improve it. And don't, don't even look at mastering it at this point. That's like talking about going to the Super Bowl before you even get to playoffs. Like, no, focus on improving it. If you try and get 1% better with your nutrition every single day, you at the end of this, in 90 days, 100 days, when this is all gone and passed, Think of where you'll be. If you got 1% better every day, where will you be in three lousy months? 100 days, where will you be? Think about it. To put what Josh just said in perspective with a little bit of a twist on my end is the fact that when I start with my new clients, I do not give them macros. And when I start with my new clients that want to do nutrition and performance for training, I give them three days only in a gym. Three days only, and they have to hit their protein goal and their calorie count. Now, that's unheard of, right? A lot of people like three days. How many people right now is like, oh, three days, a week's not enough. I got to do at least four or five. Uh, come on, guys. Guess what? If you guys don't know me, look at my Instagram. And, <laughs> and uh, you may think I work out all the time. I only work out four days a week. That's it. Me, I work out four days a week. Let me ask you this. Your clients, you said someone comes to you with help with, for help with nutrition and performance. Mm-hmm. You tell them three days a week, set their calorie goal. Do they see results? 100% just from hitting their calorie goal. Perfect. 100%. And, 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 100%. Yeah, not even talking about the calories, but just like, I think there's a lot of people at home like, oh, there's no way I'll see results like that. I can't lose weight working out five days a week. How can I do it with three? The reality mm-hmm. is most of you are probably overworking. You're working out more than you need. To oh, be. Yeah. You're, you're not allowing your body to recover and it's putting you in a poor, poor position. So shifting the focus from working out so much and, and trying to improve those and more, make them more complex to how can you improve your nutrition? Your workouts understand that your workouts are probably just fine or maybe even a little too much. So stop thinking about the workouts for a little bit and let's talk about the nutrition. How many times, man, I guarantee this, this is, I can probably almost say nine, probably nine out of 10 or 10 out of 10 times when we first start talking to somebody and the client, then they are overtraining and under eating and they don't understand why they feel like shit. They think that they look like shit because their mindset and Amir says they look like shit and Instagram and Facebook says they look like shit because that's what people do now. They under, they overtrain, they under eat and nothing has changed in years. You ask them, do you track your food? Nope. How many calories do you eat? 
I don't know. I eat once or twice a day, once or twice a day. What do you, what, what exactly do you think you're eating? Oh, I probably eat like, like 2000, 2500 calories. I'm going to go ahead and say, if you were, if you eat twice a day or once a day, you're under a thousand calories. And guess what? I think, uh, I think my old cats that I used to had ate a thousand calories a fucking day. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's amazing. Your animals probably eat more than that a day. What do you think is going to happen with your body? If you eat a thousand calories a day and you're going to the gym eight days a week, what the fuck are, what the fuck are you thinking? What are you thinking? Now flip that, bring it back down to three days a week and focus on your nutrition. Let's say five days a week, focus on nutrition and have a couple of flexible days where you don't eat like an asshole. You just don't track your calories. Have fun with it because guess what? When that Monday comes around again, you are going to feel so much better from just taking the stress of going to the gym eight days a week and not getting any sleep because your hormones are out of whack because you're, you're not eating enough. You know, It's like we flipped the script on all that. You guys, training should not be your number one priority right now. It should definitely be nutrition. Yeah, and, and the big thing with the nutrition is, like I mentioned, you, you all struggle with nutrition because you don't have time, right? You're really, really busy. You have these long work days, your workouts, you got to take care of the kids, your weekends are busy, you're traveling, camping, whatever the heck you're doing. And you just don't have time to prioritize this. And I get it. It's really freaking hard when you're busy and you're everywhere. But right now, you're not. And you will not have an opportunity like this again in your lifetime. God forbid. And with that, like, take advantage of it. Improve something. Figure out how you can make it a little better. Because the habits that you establish right now when you have more time on your hands, what's going to happen is, is meal prep, for example. Maybe it takes you 90 minutes as you're getting started because you're new to it. But what happens is after two months of this meal prepping every Sunday or whenever you decide you're going to meal prep, you get more efficient at it. You get better. You get more right. skilled in the kitchen. So it doesn't always take you 90 minutes. It may take you 45 minutes at the end of the two months. And now you go back to work and you just figured out how to meal prep in 45 minutes. Wow. That's something I could do in the morning before I go to work. True. Like, like it doesn't, you most people overcomplicate it. And, and when it comes to the meal prep situation, like keep it simple. Keep it simple and don't feel like you need to have these gourmet meals every single day. My most successful clients, the leanest people I know, they enjoy their life. They're living a flexible diet, you know, like living that flexible dieting lifestyle, but they're keeping their meals fairly consistent. Maybe their breakfasts are fairly similar. Their lunches, maybe they just mix and match a little bit, but they're fairly similar. And then their dinners, they eat whatever the hell the family eats. They get to enjoy right. dinner with the family, but two of their three meals each day, are pretty consistent. They're not deviating a whole lot. If you if you feel like you need to have something different every day, then maybe take a look in the mirror and and realize like, is this practical? Am I going to be able to reach my goals with this? Like, is it practical for me to get to like eat the right foods to to do all of that, or do I need to lower the bar for myself and make it a little more simple, a little more practical? And one of the things I say with the meal prep is start small and just build up. So, for example, just start by creating one one set of meals. So maybe um, some chicken and then some pasta and some marinara sauce. And those are your meal preps. And, and you can start, one of the things, a quick tip with the meal prep, because a lot of people out there struggle with this, go in with a plan and don't do one thing at a time. Multitask. And again, this is something that's learned and you get better at as time goes, but start by, start by prepping or getting ready the, the food that takes the longest. So for example, if I'm going to do ground beef and rice and vegetables in the oven, three, three different things, I'm going to prioritize starting with the one that takes the longest. So I'm going to get my rice started on the stove. And then I'm going to get the ground beef started because that takes the next longest. 
And then what doesn't take very long at all is the vegetables in the sh- on the sheet pan in the oven. So I'm going to throw them in and they're all going to get done around the same time. And I just made that meal prep in 50 minutes, rice, ground beef and vegetables enough for 11 meal preps in 50 minutes. So if you yeah, think that dude, you that's need huge, three hours huge. on a Sunday, like, like it's, it's huge. Simplify it. Yeah. And, and if you, if you look at it and you prep in bulk and, and I'm going to even make what you just said, even faster nice. Buy a rice cooker, set it and forget it. You toss a couple cups of rice and water in there. You set it for quick rice. That shit is done in like 20 minutes. And then you can go ahead and sear off your ground beef, your ground Turkey, whatever you want to do. And when that's searing off, go ahead and chop up, chop up your veg and toss that in the oven. It's like, it's so simple. And you can do that in bulk. Like you hear a lot of coaches like prep and bulk, prep and bulk, prep and bulk, because that's what fucking works. Josh said pasta. I'm going to say chicken. You know, he said ground beef. I'm going to say rice. You can cook all of that and store it in containers. And guess what? Your meal prep just got that much easier. Do you have to eat that four five, six times a day? No, you can take time for a glass of wine at night with your loved one or by yourself and then go ahead and find a nice recipe and cook that too. You can do that also. We're not saying you have to eat the same boring thing all day, but this is simple. Where I see the most consistency in my clients since we're talking about that is the fact that they do, they bulk, they, they prep in bulk. They have things at the ready. How many times have you walked in the house? You're like, I am starving. Better yet, how many times are you in your car driving home knowing that there is no rice or there is no potatoes done. There's no carb source done and there's very little protein source done. You know you have to come home and cook because you shot the day before. You know that. What do you do on the way home? You stop and get something to eat. Everyone does it. I'm guilty of it. I do it all the time. Sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just don't feel like cooking. I'm going to go grab a sandwich. I'm going to go to Chipotle. I'm going to do that. Then when I come home, like, I'm, I, I, that's easy for me to do at that time. But like, Seriously, I feel guilty doing that. I have food in my refrigerator. Like I have food in my fridge. Why couldn't I just take 200 minutes? It's because I'm not prioritizing the task that's the most important. And guess mm-hmm. what? In this, in this topic, on this uh, episode three we're talking about here in this, in this um, four, four little short episodes we're doing here, you guys, this has to be your number one. And if you take the time now to do it, trust me, if you guys listen back to the other episodes, we're laying that foundation down. We're putting up all the studs. Now we're putting the roof on the house. This is like perfect, Josh. We are really encompassing this whole entire next two, three, four weeks that we have. This is, you guys, this is like, this is foolproof, bro. Is it 100? No, but it's, it is. It's foolproof. And I hope everyone's kind of picking that up and writing and taking notes on this stuff because this will get you to that next level. This will make you become that 1% better that you wished so much. And like Josh keeps saying, he is, he, he sounds like, he, he is sounding like a broken record. I'm going to say it. He sounds like a broken record. And so am I. You have the fucking time right now to get these things done. Yeah. There is no excuse. If you can't make the time for something like learning how to meal prep or planning your meals out in advance or grocery shopping or anything like that now, you, again, I, I don't believe that it's important enough to you. I don't believe that your goals are important enough for you if you cannot make the time for it right now. If you can't make the time for it right now, how do you expect to do it in a year, five years, when you want to live that dream body, that dream lifestyle that you have in your mind? You're not going to. You need to figure out how to do this. The best time to do this was two years ago. That can't happen. That's too late. The next best time to do it is right now. A couple quick tidbits for you to uh, build out a successful meal prep. This is something that I tell my clients all the time. Um, Go in with a plan. So this is kind of like my four-step process for successful meal prep. One, I always keep a running list for my groceries in my, in my phone throughout the week. One for Aldi, one for Walmart, which is where I do all my grocery shopping at. 
if you think it needs to be expensive, you are wrong. No and, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Remind me, Anthony, or you're, yeah, I will, right one of us have to come back to that. Um, but have a running list throughout the week. Um, and then of course, plan your meals, like figure out what you're going to have next week before you go, like as you finalize your grocery list. So what I like to do is figure out the staples, the regular meals that I have. I'm on a kick where I do ground beef and either pasta or rice throughout the week. And then I mix up my dinners. So that's like my lunch and stuff throughout the week, mix up my dinner, finalize my grocery list, go in with a plan and get in and out. If you go in the grocery store without knowing what you Dude. need to get, you're going to get lost. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to leave and you're going to forget the staples that you actually needed. You buy a bunch of dumb, buy a bunch of dumb shit too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope you're not talking about my chips ahoy cookies. I got. Hey, no, I would never. I would never. I would never. No, that, that's not dumb shit though. For real, <laughs> I take offense. Um, no, but anyway, so go in with a plan, get in and out, and from there, um, and then from there, what you can do is go. You go home and you do your meal prep, whether it's the same day or afterwards. But it's that easy. Like you build a list, plan your meals in advance, finalize the list in and out of the grocery store and prep. And when you prep, like I said, kind of try and multitask and figure out the system that works for you. But it all starts with planning it and figuring out what you need to make and just getting started, starting small, keeping it simple. And don't overthink it. Everybody thinks that it needs to be this big, complex system. It's not. My meal prep, kitchen's a mess when I'm in there. Like, I'm all over the place in the kitchen, like dropping <laughs> shit, throwing shit everywhere, getting rice is boiling over. Like, I got a lot of things going on at once because, I mean, I like to think I can handle more than I actually can, but it helps me stay efficient. It's a mess I can easily clean up, move on, and I have been meals for the entire week. So it just keeps it really, really simple. Yeah, one thing uh, we're going to jump into right now is, um, you guys, if, you're, if you are thinking that this is hard, it's not. So listen to what we're trying to do. We're trying to help you with these tips and tricks. And, but the one thing that Josh uh, said, and I wrote it down, is the fact that if you guys think you need to go to these high-end stores, um, to these whole foods, to all these things and buy grass fed meat, beef, chicken, you know, all this fresh seafood and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on just your protein. You are sadly mistaken. Like Josh just said, his two stores that he loves to go to are Aldi and, um, and Walmart. And guess what? Those are right down the street for me too. Why? It's efficient. They always have stuff at the ready. And guess what? It is the cheapest. I can go there and save tons and tons of money by going to those two stores. Is it nice to have those really nice grass-fed steaks once in a while? Of course it is. That's why we like to go out to dinner too because it's nice to do that shit once in a while. But that stuff adds up. The more money you save, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to be able to prioritize your nutrition a lot easier if you stop spending so much damn money on your food. Learn mm -hmm. to live underneath that bar. Don't keep up with the Joneses when it comes to nutrition. You don't have to go out to that prime cut steakhouse. You know, you don't have to do that every single week with your friends. Stay home, prep your food, make it cheap, and make it simple. And guess what? Because it's cheap and because it's simple, it doesn't mean it's not tasty. Josh yeah. gave one meal where I can totally back him up 100%. I'm the turkey guy, so I'll say ground turkey over his beef, but turkey and rice bowls, bro? With fresh peppers? Like, are you kidding me, man? That's like the best go-to meal I can think of right now, man. It's so damn good. Josh, why are some of the reasons why you go to those two stores? It's, it's cheap. I mean, I, I, I do my grocery shopping. I eat 3,350 3, calories a day, guys. 3,350 calories a day. God, dude, Every I'm single fat. day. You fat, and, <laughs> Right? I, and, and I do that, and I shop for less than $75 a week. Usually, it's about $50, but I've been working in steaks into my salads lately, and I've been buying a lot more produce. So, but it's been about $75 a week lately. 
guys, grocery shopping doesn't have to be expensive, but you have to look in the mirror and realize what you're willing to spend your money on. Okay. And then take a step back, get real with yourself, understand the science behind it shows that buying organic isn't necessarily healthier. Okay. You do not get a competitive advantage buying organic foods over conventional. So at that point, decide. It's up to you to decide. Do you really want to spend money on organic or not? No, it's nice to go to Whole Foods and, and shop there and, and come back with nice, you know, veg produce that, that looks really nice and everything. But understand that you're not paying for healthier foods. You're paying for foods that look nicer. You're paying a premium for other things, not health wise. Okay. So with that, Decide if you can't afford organic, if you can't afford grass fed, if you can't afford to go to Whole Foods, don't feel like you have to. Again, right. if you choose to, if you want to, great. I, I, re, I totally respect that. Like, spend your money how you want. When it comes to me, I like to invest my money just like I invest my time into things that will give me a high rate of return, a high ROI, return on investment. Okay. So I'm investing in things like stocks and, and all that kind of stuff that I feel are going to, I'm not investing in stocks right now, actually, by the way, but I'm investing in things that I feel are going to give me a lot of return in the future. Right. Right. Better return for my money. Buying organic groceries is certainly not one of those. Okay. I'm very frugal with my money and buying organic does not give me a high rate of return. It gives me about the same return, but dollar for dollar, the cheaper foods are going to give me a better return because now it moves me towards my goals. I can buy more of them. I can afford to eat more produce. Think about the people that don't, um, they, they don't buy much produce because they're shopping at Whole Foods and it's really expensive. It's $4 for a pepper and, and you know, $6 for a pineapple and all of that. Like you can't afford to eat the fruit and vegetables and the amounts that you should be eating them. So take a step back and, and prioritize. All right, right. Do I really want to get more veggies in? Because if so, I can do it for a lot cheaper buying my vegetables and produce at, at Walmart or Aldi or whatever. And it's really nice. Walmart has the grocery pickup now where I don't even have to go in the store. I can book my groceries online and go pick them up in an hour and they're going to be there. They're literally going to bring them out to my truck and set them in my backseat for me. Like don't even have to get out of the car. Nice. Very nice. And you know, you can have them drop them off at your door. You, you, you can really figure out like what works for you. If you like, if you don't like to chop up veggies, when you do your meal prep, buy the pre-chopped ones. Right. If you don't like to, to dress up your meat when you put it in the, in the crock pot, you can buy the meat that comes with the cut up potatoes and carrots and seasoning yeah. and everything. You just drop it all in. Like there's something out there for you. You just have to figure it out. And, and at the end of the day, maybe you don't like to cook, whatever. I'm not going to tell you to cook. This is a great opportunity to try and learn though. When you have a little more right. time on your hands and you can mess up and get a little better. Otherwise it's always going to be, it's always going to be taboo. If you treat it taboo right now, it'll always be taboo until you stop treating it as taboo. So, you'll always suck at cooking unless you figure it out and make it a point to learn. Not the perfect opportunity for that, but there's meal prep services. There are um, the food delivery services like, like blue apron and stuff like that, that will literally prepackage your foods and meals. So you just have to throw them in the oven and that kind of thing. So it makes it super simple. There's no excuse to not focus on your nutrition right now. Do a hundred percent. I think a lot of people too, when they go to these big, um, expensive stores, it's like they think that they're getting um, that much more nutritional value from everything that's getting put out there because it is organic or it is this or it is that. It's like you, like Josh said, guys, you're paying for the beautiful packaging, the beautiful store, the beautiful layout. You're, you you may or may not be helping a smaller farm out or a smaller farm for produce and stuff like that. Like you may not, you may be helping them out or may not be able to know. That's one thing, and that's your money. If you want to invest in that, knowing that it's going to local farmers, I get it. I get it. But at the end of the day, we're talking nutrition, nutritional value. You guys can get the same nutritional value by going to Aldi or going to Walmart. 
don't think you have to spend that type of money. I do think that's a big thing that's going out there right now is you have to eat like super clean. You have to eat super clean to be super healthy. And that's the only way it's going to work. You guys, this has been, this, this has been, the light has been shed on that for years now. And guess what? You can go back to uh, the guy who did the McDonald's documentary. Did he lose weight? Yes, but he McDonald's every day. How about the Twinkie? Yep, guy ate Twinkies for X amount of time, lost weight, yes. Now we can talk about food quality. We're not talking about that. Of course, he didn't like, his markers were horrible while he ate that shit food. I get that, but he proved that you can lose weight on just eating those said foods. So what is the fucking difference? You don't have to go to Whole Foods. You don't have to go to these beautiful places and spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Make it easy, make it simple. The one tip I wanna leave is, I told Carrie Ann this. Carrie Ann's my girlfriend, guys. I live with her. Uh, Josh is good friends with her as well. But the one thing that I learned, and I'm going to stick with it, is I had to go to Costco. If you guys have a Costco by you, Costco is a very big store, and they sell huge, huge portions of stuff. And that is a little bit, a uh, little bit more expensive because you're buying so much. But I went and bought uh, ten pounds of chicken breast for twenty seven dollars or twenty eight dollars, and I'm freezing it in the freezer just in case. Things are happening right now. I just want to have enough, enough protein in there. But I told myself, I'm like, you know, when I went to the store, spent a couple hundred bucks there and bought pretty much all proteins and, and, and egg whites and eggs and things that we, we do need and we do use a lot of. I look at that like Josh is talking about ROI, right? The return on investment, like the return on investment I now have. I know I have 10 pounds of chicken breast in my freezer next to my frozen fruits and, and, fr- and uh, frozen spinach for my smoothies. And then in my fridge, I do have proteins, my rice, my potatoes on the counter. Like, you guys, it's all there for me. Like, I'm staring at that stuff every day. You know what I'm doing. I'm eating it and I'm cooking it and I'm making this work for me. And that's the one thing you guys have to remember. Make it work for you. If going to those stores is putting more of a stress to drive there, to shop there, to hit your pocketbook and your bank account more, is it really putting you in a more healthy state? Because it's not. It's putting you in a stressful state. You don't need that shit. If I can go five minutes down the road to my Aldi and spend 50 bucks and load up my cart and come back home in the exact amount of time it's going to take you to go to that beautiful Whole Foods and spend a bunch of money, guess what? I'm going to pick that because guess what? I have more time, more time in my day to do what I want to do. And Josh, what's one thing we can't get back, my man? Time. It's your most sacred resource. Yeah. And it's... It, it, what Anthony mentioned there is so important that you're doing what works for you. And at the end of the day, this meal prep thing, for example, and, and that's where I'm going to get this. This is the one example I'm going to give meal prep for me. I do it once a week. I like to do it on Sundays and I have food for the week. Great. If that works for you, if you like having leftovers for the next five, six days, great. Maybe you don't. Maybe you like having leftovers for no more than three days. Okay. Do two meal preps a week and break it up on Sunday and Wednesdays or what works for you. Okay. And then you just do half as much. Maybe you don't like that. Maybe you don't like having leftovers at all, but you know that you can make dinner every night. Okay, make a little extra for dinner every night so you have it for lunch the next day. But making dinner every night has to be the non-negotiable. If you know there's an off chance that you're not going to get to make dinner one night, you've got to have a plan for that. Okay, so and, and maybe that doesn't work. Maybe you have a meal prep service. Maybe, like I said, maybe you don't like cutting up the veggies. Get the veggies that are already cut. Like whatever it is, there is something for you you just have to be resourceful and find it. And if you want help with that, message myself, message Anthony, like ask us, we will be glad to point you in the right direction of the right resources. Like now more than anything, we understand that you need to prioritize this nutrition and, and you probably can't do that on your own. So again, if you, if you realize you can't do it on your own, if you're struggling to figure it out on your own, stop, stop trying to figure it out on your own, ask for help. There's no shame in asking for help. 
Like, just shoot me a DM. I'm more than happy to help. Anthony's more than happy to help. He doesn't fight. He's a big, mean guy. Sounds like it, at least, but he's not. He's a big teddy bear. Doesn't fight, I promise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's true, it's um, true, though, you guys. The reason, the reason why we're putting these out there, and this is, this is part three of the part four series, the mini series that we're doing here today, is um, if you guys go back, we're, we're setting this up for success. We're trying to show you the easiest way to set up for success. And we do believe the things that we've talked about really are a great and wonderful plan. It's a beautiful blueprint for you to follow step by step. You can go right back to the very first part to the very last part. You guys are going to hear um, the sincerity in our voices, how, how we do this thing, how we put these tips and tricks up. Because guys, we really do care. And I want to piggyback on what Josh just said. You guys, during this time, and if this time wasn't even happening right now, we would say the same thing. You can't do this alone. You need someone else to help you. You need a team. You need a teammate. Grab a friend, grab a partner. You guys, you guys need coaches and coaches need coaches too. Josh, like Josh said in part one, we talk all the time, man. We talk once a month and we break things down. What's going on? What's going on? What can I help you with? What can I help you with? Hey, give me a text. Hey, listen to what's happened to me. How can I attack this problem? I do the same thing. You guys, we need to lean on each other. And right now is the best time to be doing that. And you guys, let us help you. If you don't have the money, I get it. It doesn't even matter about that. We are here to help you no matter what. Josh answers DMs. I know he does. I know he gets back to every single one of his DMs. I get back to every single one of my comments, every single one of my DMs. You guys, this is what we do. Don't think you can't talk to us because you may not have the money. It's not even about that. You guys want help? Shoot us a message. We're going to help you. Why do you think we're doing this right now? Why do you think we're doing this right now? It's because we fucking care. We want to see you succeed in this time of a little bit of the time of despair. We want to put you on that track of success so you don't fall behind. So you don't fail. This isn't the time to fail. This is the time to move forward. This is the time to be 1% better every single day. And this is the time, guys. Listen to what we're trying to say here. We, we, we care about each and every one of you, and we want to help you succeed. And at the end of the day, Josh, that's all we want for our clients. That's all we want for our friends. You know what, dude? That's all I want for you too. I want to see success. I want to see people around me succeed more than I want to see myself succeed. And that's what it's all about. That's exactly it. And then and, and feedback on that. The, when I see people struggling, I, I, see a, I, I see a reflection of myself in that. And, and those struggles, I remember very vividly back to who I was seven, eight years ago, wanting to change so bad, like, like so bad, ready to change, but having no clue where to start, where to turn for answers. And as a result, I didn't get started. It took me longer to get started. And I don't want anybody else to feel that. I, I, I remember that thought so vividly. And if I can change that for anybody else, I will. And that's why with my team, I see a reflection of myself in them. I'm with them through the good and through the bad. So when they struggle, that's me, that's yeah. me. And when they're succeeding, you better believe I'm right there cheering them on in their corner every freaking step of the way because I ride and die with them. And, and that's, you know, that's the benefit of having a team. And, and one of the things too, you know, on my one-on-one team, we did a group coaching call last week, last Wednesday, and, and it was amazing. It was our first one ever. We're going to be rolling them out monthly and might even start doing them in the Facebook tribe just to offer some extra value. It's like, this is my, this is my favorite thing to do is talk and deliver value like that. If I can do that to a group of people and have more focused uh, value delivered, I would love to. And it costs me nothing to do it. And if I can help change your life, benefit you in some way, that's amazing. So um, I know he mentioned getting a community, getting a team. Fit to be Fierce Facebook Tribe, guys. Check it out right now. Go request to join. Stop what you're doing. Pull up Facebook. Search Fit to be Fierce with Josh Pierce and request to join. It's a, it's a massive tribe. Like there are so many people talking about making their meal preps and, and sharing recipe ideas and all of these different things right now. There is no better time than right now 
to surround yourself with other people who are on a similar mission as you. Like you just like by nat by natural naturally you just your life you just cleaned up your life. Like all, all the friends that were toxic to you, you don't have time to spend with them anymore. So you might as well surround yourself with people that you can spend your time with that are going to be supportive of your goals. That right there is going to be a community of people who are working towards the same common goal. Fit to be fair, Facebook tribe guys. A um, couple other things to kind of tie it off real quick. Um, before we go too long with this, a couple things you can do to focus in on, on improving your nutrition. Like we talked about meal prep, work on that, planning your meals in advance, try a new recipe, pull up Pinterest once a week, try a new recipe, expand your horizons. Now that you have the time to cook, you're going to be home anyways. Expand your horizons. Maybe you find a new staple of a meal that you like to work in your meal prep. And another one, eat more veggies. Focus on getting more produce. One of the things I'm doing is, is big focus on a salad a day. It sounds nasty for a lot of people. I get it. But what I found is less greens and more toppings makes the freaking salad. Dude, like, holy yeah. crap. Like, I get, I'm addicted to salads now. I'm literally addicted. I also like to put fruit in there. My, my favorite salad ingredients. I'm just going to build a salad real quick. Um, I use a spring mix, uh, mini sweet peppers, mini cucumbers, um, grape tomatoes. And then I always add some fruit, either strawberries or grapes or even cut up apples. And then I do dried cranberries or craisins, add some protein, some, I like the goat cheese or what's it called? Chevre or whatever the heck it is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Crumble that on top. And, and amazing salads. I love them. I hated salads six months ago. I hated them. You wouldn't catch me eating them. And now I love them. So work in more veggies somehow. Getting that salad today, like I feel more alert when I wake up in the morning. I'm less groggy. And I, I truly believe that that's a direct, direct correlation to my food quality. Um, and a couple, a couple other real quick things to, before we tie it off. I've told all of my clients, for you macro trackers out there, if you're tracking your macros, I have told all of my clients during the corona situation that understand that tracking your macros is the goal, but don't feel like you have to hit them every day. If, if anything, take a step back and focus on your calories. When the times are tough, when you're stressed, maybe you're limited on groceries, just hit your calorie goal. You are going to have the same results if you hit your calorie goal as you would if you hit your macros perfectly. So just hit the calorie goal inside of that prioritize protein. If you, if you focus on calories and protein and let your carbs and fats fall where they may, but hit your calories and protein, you're going to be just fine. You are going to continue to make progress. Okay. And, and relieving that stress of having to hit your carbs and fats will work wonders for you when it comes to weight loss and, uh, you know, just re reducing the cortisol and, and cortisol is catabolic in nature. And therefore it will make it, it, makes it harder to gain muscle. It makes it harder to lose weight and you will actually retain fat when your cortisol is elevated for extended periods of time. So reducing that stress as much as possible is going to be a great way to do that. 100%. And that just goes into your, you can really screw up your sleep with too much cortisol, your, you know, men and women, uh, mainly in women, but men's also, you know, the hormones can take a big, a big crash on you as well. These are the things that with the food, with the nutrition, with your daily movement, like you are taking down that cortisol response. You're shutting off the TV at night. You're getting into a nighttime and a morning routine. Guys, this is setting you up for success, like we said. And Josh, I do love the whole fact of try a new recipe out. You know, right now food is kind of limited. I know protein is very hard to find. You may be forced to do some kind of big chuck roast that you've never done before. Cool. Pick it up. Attack it. Look up a, look, look up a, a recipe right there in the store. Look at something. Be like, hey, I don't even know what the hell that is. Look it up. They're going to tell you how to do it. Pretty sure you guys got a crock pot. If not, find one, 30 bucks. It's really not that big of a deal. It can be delivered tomorrow. Do things like that. Maybe look at a pork wine. Huh? When's the last time you guys had a pork wine? Pick it up, figure it out. You know, these are the things that we need to start tackling right now. Be more aware of your surroundings and look at the things you have in your house. Maybe you can make a whole meal out of what you already have. Don't think you got to go out. And like Josh said, 
prioritize protein, let your calories fall, man. And with, with saying that too, it's like the stressors of trying to hit those damn macros every single day, man. Let's just let those calories fall. Have some fun with it, man. Josh, you said chips ahoy. Homie, I say peanut butter. You know what I'm saying? This is what we can do. This is, no, nice doing that. Yeah, dude, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? And you know how to do it. And the, and the, the what we're doing here with just your calories too, you're creating freedom, man. You're just creating so much freedom in your everyday lifestyle. And that is exactly what we are shooting for, man. So dude, what an amazing episode. We can go on for hours on this, man. I, I am going to go on right now. I am going to go on. And the reason you're shooting for your calories and not your macros is understand that your weight, your weight loss or weight gain is all based on calorie control. Okay. If you're in a calorie deficit, you should lose weight. So that's the most important thing. Stop muddying the water with all this other crap if it's a hard enough time for you right now focus on the most important thing the calorie control and then food quality inside of that just hit your calories and and your protein goal let the carbs and fat fall where they may also i want to add to now i i know you want to lose weight i get it and before you come at me understand that it's not a good idea to try and lose weight all year round, okay? And, and I personally believe losing weight for about half the year is great. And not all at once either. I like to lose, try and lose weight for 12 weeks in a calorie deficit, bounce back for 12 weeks at, at maintenance, and then rinse and repeat that two times a year. So you're spending about half the year losing weight. Understanding that you can't lose weight all year round, you got to pick and choose when you're going to try and lose weight and when you're not. And what I recommend is try and pick and choose the times to lose weight that you know you're going to be able to be laser focused and Uh, maximize that weight loss period. Right now, with all of the stress that's going on, with all of the stress that the situation's causing you, not having a gym to work out in, limited food options, um, things just being kind of crazy, maybe now isn't the best time to try and lose weight. Make maintenance the goal. Maintenance is okay right now. Maybe for the next eight weeks, you just try and maintain. And think about what this is going to do for you. It's going to allow your body and metabolism to recover a little bit. So that way in eight to 10 weeks, when things go back to normal, you can actually move into a calorie deficit and have it actually be effective because I've talked to hundreds of you, hundreds of you who are listening to this episode and you think you're in a calorie deficit, but you're not losing weight. That is because you've been in that same fucking calorie deficit for years and it's no longer a calorie deficit. Your body is now adapted and, and you need to cut calories further to lose weight. Don't do that right now. Now isn't the right time. You can't deficit all year round. You can't get the same groceries you probably need. You have limited options. Your cortisol levels are higher than normal because of all the stress. Your activity is lower than normal because you're not going to the gym. You're not going to work. You're not walking, you know, to lunch from your work, you know, to lunch break from work or anything like that. Make maintenance the goal right now and understand that just maintaining, you can make progress as well. Now, maybe you're not going to lose weight progress, but you're going to allow your body to recover and you're going to be able to enjoy more foods. Like, think about that. You're right. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not cutting out foods. You're going back to your maintenance. You're, you're actually eating more food at a maintenance level. And like Joshua said, maintenance is progress, man. Maintenance, you still got to hit maintenance. It's still a good goal to hit maintenance. And guess what? If you stick to maintenance and you don't gain a pound here and there over the next couple of weeks, guess what? Congratulations. I'm going to cheer you on. Because that's just as hard as counting less calories for a deficit. And guess what? You're going to feel much better. You're going to sleep a hell of a lot better. You're going to go to bed full. You're going to wake up with a nice big breakfast. Just You're going to relieve a lot of that stress you're going through right now. Maintenance is progress. We should all be shooting for that right now. Like Josh said, please don't be in a deficit right now. It is not the right time to be losing weight. 
come back, relax, eat some food, enjoy yourself during this time because there's a lot of stress going on in the world and we are all carrying a little bit of that with us each and every day. And what we're trying to do here is kind of relieve some of that. Um, Josh, my man, another wonderful episode. Thank you so much. Where can everyone yes. find you at? Josh Pierce Nutrition on Instagram, the Fit to Be Pierce Facebook Tribe on Facebook. Guys, on the next episode, you're going to want to tune into this. We're going to be talking about the mistakes that are going to kill your progress during this time of Corona chaos. Okay. So listen, find out what mistakes not to make during this time, because you are going to lose progress making these mistakes and you're only going to beat yourself up and be in a worse off position from there. So tune into the next episode. Anthony, where can everybody find you? Guys, I'm Anthony Guzzo at Everyday Anthony J on Instagram, on Facebook and Twitter. It's all the same handles, guys. I'm here for each and every one of you guys. Shoot us some messages. We will get back to you ASAP, and let's continue to have some success. Josh, talk to you later, brother. Peace.